Assessing Candidates As we touched on earlier in the report, the quality of work you get back from workers varies massively. I once hired a freelance writer to write some articles for me, and the articles I got back were so poor quality, and poorly researched too, that I had to spend almost an entire day rewriting everything. Kind of defeats the object of outsourcing, I'm sure you'll agree. Which is why it is important to choose your workers carefully. If you ran an offline business and you were hiring people to work in your company, would you take them on without finding out hardly anything about them or seeing what they can actually do? Of course not. That would be crazy, and yet that's just what many people do when it comes to hiring people online. I don't know why this is, but just because you are hiring someone virtually, many people simply don't bother to do the relevant checks. As I say, I've been guilty of this in the past too, but today I always make sure I check someone out thoroughly before hiring them to do the job for me. Of course, there is still no guarantee that someone will be reliable and do a good standard of work. But you can definitely minimize your chances of hiring a poor worker by doing some simple things. Don't always go for the cheapest. This doesn't always apply, and I have come across many workers who are both cheap and good. But in general, the saying, you get what you pay for, often is true. If you're looking to hire a writer, let's say, can someone who charges 75 cents per 100 be expected to produce a decent standard of work? Of course, they might be charging this as a special offer to get you through the door, but often it's just because they aren't very good. An unusually low price is often a warning sign, but you can't know for sure until you dig a little deeper. Look at the person's experience, knowledge, and qualifications. Let's say that you are looking to hire a writer to write you some articles on the subject of gardening. Obviously, in this case, it would be handy to use someone who has some knowledge and or previous experience of writing on this subject. Someone can be a great writer, but this alone isn't enough if they don't know much about the subject. A piece of writing can be grammatically correct, but if it contains poorly researched information, then it will still be a poor piece of writing. So it's important to consider the person's previous experience, knowledge, and qualifications. Again, if it was writing, are they a native English speaker? Do they have any qualifications in writing? If you are looking to hire a graphics designer, do they have previous experience and or qualifications in graphics design? What programs are they comfortable using? Of course, most of this is pretty obvious, and I'm sure you get the idea. That doesn't mean that none of this stuff is important, though. As I've already said, too many people just don't make the effort to find out. Look at examples of their previous work. For me, this is one of the biggest indicators of how good someone is. You should always take a look at examples of previous work someone has completed. That way, you can get a feel for the type of work they produce, and whether it is a good fit with what you had in mind. Someone can be good, but not ideally suited to what you want produced. Get feedback from their previous clients. Another one of the most important things to look at is feedback from previous clients. Somebody can produce an excellent standard of work, but if they are unreliable and it takes them three weeks to complete a small task, then you might want to think again about hiring them. If you can, try to get recent feedback too. Someone might have been good a year ago, but for all you know, things might have gone downhill since then. If the reviews are anything like below, you should be able to hire them with a reasonable confidence. How much will they charge and when can they complete the work? Obviously, this is essential information to find out, but don't take any standard information for granted. I once hired a freelancer who stated on his website that he could complete work within seven days. 
This suited me fine, and I proceeded without asking any questions. Then a week passed, and I still hadn't heard anything, so I got in touch, and he explained that he was exceptionally busy at the moment, and thus work was taking three weeks to complete. Of course, he should have told me this up front, and I should have asked. But as I say, you shouldn't always take information stated on websites or adverts as the gospel truth. Always find out the current situation at the present moment in time. Weigh everything up and select the person. There's no such thing as a perfect worker, and each candidate will most likely have both pros and cons. So you need to weigh everything up and make a decision. Someone might be the perfect candidate, producing amazing work, be highly knowledgeable and have great feedback. But if the price they want to charge is double that of anyone else, you might still decide to choose someone else. Look at each factor in turn and then decide which worker overall seems to be the best, most suitable value for your money.